This is Gray Man Media Content. The moon. It's been there since the world was formed. Or has it? Science will tell you that the moon formed thousands of years after the Earth, and after a comet broke part of molten Earth off into space, into bunches of pieces. And then gravity formed this ball. But there's another theory, or three, that I like. Today, we're going to talk about hollow moon, or spaceship moon? One type is about three feet tall, very dark. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. We're going sunnies today. I see you're going shirtless. Well, I might go grab my sunnies. Sunnies and shirtless. No, this is a fucking fleece layer. It's hot. I'm also wearing... It's only 64 degrees. Why did you wear it? I'm wearing sleep pants underneath here. Because it was not 64 degrees. It was supposed to get to 40s. It was only 60. Oh, that's great. Because uh, I have no idea what joke I'm going with. Oh, I thought uh, we put on the sunglasses because the moonlight was too bright. That's exactly what I was going for. I uh, <laughs> going to be a great episode, though. It really is. I can't wait. A lot of good content. I'm sure you'll provide your own, but still. I'm here for the reactions only. I gotta let you star in this. Like, this is your bitch. Okay, but I want you... Who's fucking this pussy, me or you? Why can't we both? There's room. <laughs> Sir. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Alani. Action! Hello, welcome to Wolf Takes a Bite. I wasn't ready. I'm your host, John Wolf, and smelling like cereal, my co-host, Devin Gray. I'm inebriated. Take the bite broadcast on 95.5 The Fox. We are going crazy today. Devin just lost his sunglasses, and I tell you, it's going to be a real bright one because we're going to outer space. I've had it. Well, that headbanger, he's young. He's not a young man anymore. Oh, this is long. <laughs> You're music. Yeah, this is really long. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. Had to lose all your shit so you can fade out. Oh, there's a good fade out. That was nice, right? Yeah, that one was good. Okay. Just wish I had thought about how long I was going to go on there. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Will Takes a Bite on NPR Radio. I wish. Nah, man, we're going to do our own thing. We need a broadcast sponsor. See, that's the thing. In 10 years... Like right now, everybody's always like, "Oh, NPR, you you know, everybody listens to." It. In ten years, they're going to talk about Gray Man Media the way they talk about NPR. Wow! So we still need to broadcast, though. We we will work our way up to that. As of right now, we're working in a dining room. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to tell them that. It, are we in the episode? Sure. No. Why not? It's cinnamon toast crunch. If you were wondering, it's damn good smelling cereal. Mm. Mm, sounds like breakfast. You know what I had for breakfast this morning? What'd you have for breakfast this morning? I had mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a box, no less. Um, to make it better, though, I did, however, put did a little bit up? of salsa. What time did Hold you on, get I'm up? not done. <laughs> I did put a little bit of salsa in there. And uh, it, something new that I just acquired last night, which is a ghost pepper pumpkin hot sauce. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What time did you wake up this morning? About 10 o'clock. So you got up at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. It was like... Well, I didn't eat till 12. You didn't have breakfast. No. You ate lunch. Yeah. Don't... You can't... See, when you... But when it's you, the first meal of the day. It's when breakfast. You it's said, breakfast. When you approached me and said, you know what I ate for breakfast this morning? I'm thinking, you know, 9 a.m. at the latest. I took a few bites of bacon. It's like 9 a.m. and you're like, 
I want a box of mac and cheese. And you know what sounds good? Let's go ahead and put the ring of fire on my asshole with some of this pumpkin hot sauce I got. Fuck it. See, the trick is you take a shit before you eat the hot sauce. Well, the thing is, John, is like, I know every day you wake up and choose violence, but like today you were choosing like war crimes. It's, it, it was it's actually it. not even hot. It doesn't matter. It's the intention behind what you were doing. It's just ghost pepper. It's the intention it's of what hot. you were doing. You woke There's up pumpkin. and you were I understand. I get it. I got you. It's I got vanilla. You. I had Carolina Reaper the other day. Oh. On, uh, some Carolina Reaper sauce on my mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not box mac and cheese. Well, lucky. Yeah, well, it, and it was good. It was delicious. And I think I had it around noon or whatever. That was still a pretty aggressive move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Day. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, ghost pepper. Start yeah. of the day. Yeah. That's, I'm just saying. Seems like just has changed me. <laughs> it seems like war crime. John has has approached today. My go to used to be ranch, honey mustard, barbecue, even ranch, ranch and mac and cheese. Yeah, applesauce and mac and cheese. Oh, fire! Okay, fire. now we're talking about thoughts from the mothership content. I don't, don't want to do it right now. I don't want to argue <laughs> with you about applesauce and mac and cheese on this show. I'll happily argue with you about it on the other show. This episode's going to last a little longer today, folks. Hope you can buckle in because we're going to outer fucking space. Whoa. Yeah. See, full circle. Look at that. Laundry day. Isn't it suck, guys? You never know what shirt you're going to wear. I don't even know where this one came from, but I can tell you where you can get a better looking shirt than this. GreatManMediaCo.com, where we have all the merch from all of our shows. Lots of Wolf Takes a Bite t-shirts. We have lots of Gray Man Media t-shirts. Thoughts from the Mother t-shirts. Just a lot of shirts. Go buy a shirt. Can you tell that I am an astronaut in training? I can. You I'm know why? Be, it's the sweats and the sunglasses. I'm going to be the first fat man to go to space. <laughs> well, I was trying to get there a little bit more PC friendly. But we don't yeah, have time yeah, for that. It's, this is a shorter show now. We have to get right there. We don't have time for PCs in Bush beaten. I don't. No, no, that's not. <laughs> that's something different that you're talking about. Beating around the bush? Yeah, beating around the bush. So tell me. Tell well, me. That was good. Why are we going to outer space, John? Well, actually, we're not. Oh. But we're going to be talking about it. Uh, specifically about people who actually have been outer space and been to the moons. For instance, Buzz Aldrin and 12 other men landed on the moon. When they came back, they changed in many different ways because of what they saw. And we're going to get into a lot of detail uh, specifically about Titties. their accounts. Moon tits. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of craters. Whoa. Yeah. Assholios. Oh, no. God damn it. Some came back feeling like they had enlightenment. Mm. You no, know, a life-changing experience. A good pair of titties will do that to you. So will the moon. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, seeing the Earth from that perspective, I'm yes. sure it would be very life-changing. I think we've talked about that numerous times. Yes. Oh, for sure. I agree. Uh, others came back very depressed and hiding from the media outlets and press. Well, you realize how small you are. Mm. Small and insignificant. But that's not really, I think, why. Let me tell you. One says that they saw things that the government wanted them to keep secret. Things that they were asked to cover up after stepping onto the moon. Buzz Aldrin's life fell apart. Buzz fell into a deep depression. His marriage of 21 years had ended, and he remarried and was divorced again within two years and then became a raging alcoholic. Within a few years, the astronaut found himself selling used cars to make a living. When approached by the press... Agitated and reluctant to share any details of his mission, Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon, is found to be a reclusive and withdrawn individual now. See, see, I think the buzz thing might have something to do with the fact that anytime we talk about the moon landing, it's always Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon, and then no one ever talks about buzz. It's so ever. funny that you say that because in my notes, there is a theory that buzz really was just depressed that he was the second man on the moon. Yeah, I mean, you're just you. You were also part what of this. What does it matter? You money. went to the moon. Yeah, but no one gives a fuck about him. <laughs> That's why. I I remember Buzz before Neil. You're lying. No. <laughs> I've watched more Buzz Aldrin interviews than I have Neil Armstrong. That's probably because it, it wasn't Neil like famous for not doing things. Yeah. Like, 
Well, there he was you a go. recluse. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched. I watched. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Be? I watched way more interviews of this other guy who actually did interviews than that other guy who didn't do any interviews. Neither one of them liked to do interviews. My point was that you know, like Francis Armstrong being the first man on the moon, he was very reclusive and he refused to speak to the press. Many people wondered why they would struggle with such an achievement. Even being first and second man on the moon. I mean, somebody's always got to be second. But still, you're the first second man on the moon. I agree. No matter what, you're putting boots on powder, baby. I think anyone who goes to the fucking moon is pretty goddamn impressive. But you know what? I don't remember anybody else that goes went to the moon except yeah. for them two men. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else mattered. Whoa. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. But there were uh, 12 other people who have actually been to the moon. Yeah. Yes. Some believe it was because of this whole hoax. I can't read your eyes. This is terrible. Some believe it was this whole thing was a hoax and they never went to the moon at all. Some think that it's because they saw proof of alien life and was told to keep quiet by the government. That one's not far down the list of things that I believe. Let me tell you. Good thing you say that, because I'm going to make you uh, even more of a believer. With Buzz Aldrin's actual interview statement, not long after getting back from the moon, he says... Not long? Are you sure this isn't one that was alcohol-induced? In fact, this was a statement on the ship. Oh, yeah? Yes. Over transmissions, news media outlets caught this conversation. Buzz said he saw a light moving along the side of the ship. Mmm. Mmm. And if you look at what's available, because they erased the original moon footage, if you didn't know that. Uh, yeah, they erased it. They erased the original moon landing footage. <laughs> they they, they did. It. They did. Does nobody? Did, did, did you know that? It's fucking stupid crazy, man. What do you mean? Like they deleted it? Yes. It's not a fight. It was on like film, wasn't it? They deleted it. They deleted they it. They erased it from the archives. They uh, burned it. No, all of it. Not the. If archives. you didn't watch the video, if you didn't watch the live broadcast, then you didn't see shit. And uh, how coincidental when you go around the other side of the moon, you don't see nothing. Yeah, because it tidally locked it. Shut the fuck up. Shut okay, we'll get to up. that. We'll get to that. Tidally locked. <laughs> so here's the thing. He saw a light moving along the side of the spaceship. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some think Buzz was just jealous of being a second man on the moon and wanted to, you know, up his reputation. That's what I'm guessing. But nobody really paid attention to that, so that didn't work. Uh, yeah, so that statement are. must be true. Therefore, we may never know because NASA erased the original moon landing footage, got rid of it, redacted. Okay? Still to this day redacted, by the way. Um, and then they reshot it. <laughs> With Apollo 13. Is that right? Uh-huh. 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 Because you're on the moon. Who's going to know who's in what spacesuit? I'm just saying. Jericho? <laughs> on the moon? The animals are telling us that they know. I was going to say, like, how would we know if he wasn't on the moon? Uh-oh. Oh, here you he comes. You can't. <laughs> Backing up. You know, yeah, to terraforma yeah. here. Back to Terra. Many ancient people believe that the moon is a god. Mm. The Zulu tribe of Africa tells a tale of two alien brothers that towed the moon into place, giving the earth its rhythms. Yeah. Sure. Very culturally embowed. Africa being one of the well, to be honest, the original place of humanity's conception by all tales and accounts in religion and history and archaeology. You ever hear the Fertile Crescent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love a croissant. <laughs> That's not... Nope. <laughs> Especially a fertile one. So, <clears throat> the moon fascinates everybody. Now, here's some little bit of facts for you that make this tale about the moon itself and what its origins are more interesting. For instance, how it is 400 times smaller than the sun. And exactly 400 times closer to the earth than the sun. Giving it one of the most unique abilities in our cosmos. Which, to our recollection, and to our limited knowledge of the vast universe still, 
cannot be repeated, has not been repeated, is the fact that it can completely eclipse the sun. Mathematically speaking, it probably happens a lot. Uh huh. But I agree with you, and it's one of my main concerns. Because, like, what if that? What if by some fucking bullshit chance, that's what has to happen for life to happen on a planet? Crazy. Which would mean that alien species would be very rare. Mm hmm. Now, to counter with that, uh-huh. actually, I agree with you. I'm, I'm just saying, if what, if, moon, what if that's what, the, that's what the thing is? You know what I mean? There's a vast amount of scientists and actually well-respected men of the learned communities, including uh, physicists, mathematicians from all countries, including Russia, everybody who's actually basically been to space and is part of the uh, space program, or what was left of the NASA space program, but, you know, the World Communal Space Program for the ISS. The thing is, a lot of them agree that it is almost a 0.01% chance that the moon would even exist. But if we didn't exist, we wouldn't have life on this planet because without it, the primordial ooze would never of, of, of water creatures would never have made it to land and then developed into whatever the fuck we are. If that's if you go with the evolutional theory anyway. But life cannot progress in that manner without these exact scenarios now the other thing is is that the moon is tidally locked it is a satellite around the earth same face same side every day always moving at the right speed at the exact right distance at the exact right telemetry to protect us from meteors and other debris are you making the argument for god no. Because it seems like you might Not be making even close, the argument. <laughs> I'm making the argument that that is a fucking interstellar spaceship <laughs> that has been purposefully placed in order to develop life on our planet. It is very suspect. All the mathematical probabilities in the world are very low. It's very low that all those things would happen. Yeah. A- adding, on, mm. adding on that we're, we just so happen to have liquid... Liquid uh, uh, water. Mm-hmm. We have an atmosphere that has We're the oxygen. perfect distance from the sun. We're the perfect distance from the sun. We have a giant gas. We have a gas giant, Jupiter, that swings lar- a large amount of comets that would otherwise hit the Earth away from us because of its gravitational field. What well, also captures a lot. It captures. It is concerning to say the least. I got interested and did some side research during this because I was like, "How many planets in our solar system?" Have moons? Do you know how many moons there are in our solar system? A literal shit ton. 142. Yeah, I was going to say Jupiter and Saturn have like a fuck ton. Uh, Jupiter has, I think it's 60 confirmed, 83 total. They call they call confirmed and that. potentials because there's um there's provisionals. That's what they called it. I actually have the article right here. Yeah. Uh, right after 60, searching up if Pluto is still a planet. Hold on. Because that was another side tangent I went on. It's got its own classification now, doesn't it? It's it's a subplanet or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's got its own little classification. How many moons does Mercury have? Zero. Venus has zero. Earth has one baby, just one. And it's the big. It's a big it's one. It's a big baby it's boy. Tell you it's gonna be a great episode. It's fucking huge. Now here's where it gets weird. Mars uh-huh. has two. Yeah, they're really small, though, right? They're relatively small in comparison, yeah. but so is Mars. Now, Well, Mars is almost the size of Earth. Almost. Yeah, it's like 0.8 or something like that. But realistically, you could traverse the entire uh, diameter of Mars within a day or so. Relax. It's not that small. Okay, well, something like that. I'd it's look smaller up the than more Earth. specifics. It's, it's smaller, smaller than Earth. Earth. But here's the weird thing. Out of all the planets in our solar system, mm-hmm. Mars and Earth are the only ones with... Less than three. Other than Mercury and Venus, which just gonna... simply can't get any kind of debris to them. Enough. Well, that's. do you think that that's just because of... It's the, hotter than hell? Their, well, I was going to say their gravitational pull is, is probably much smaller than the gas giants, which are, you know, d- giants. Well, I'm sure that has something to do with it, but uh, Uranus I, I, also I, has a respectable 27. Uranus is also a gas giant. It has 27 moons. It, it's a gas giant. Uh-huh. Neptune? Is also a gas giant. I thought Neptune was nice. Yeah, it's like liquid ice, though. It's like nitrogen or something like that. It what has is a solid ice? surface. It doesn't. 
You sure about that? Google it. Hold on. Anyway, <laughs> so my point is, Jupiter has 80, 57 confirmed, 23% provisional. Saturn has 83, 63 confirmed, 20 I, provisional. I knew Saturn had the most. I know we have one that's sort of solid, but liquid underneath is what the theory is. Cause according to the Cassini probe. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of the gas giants. Like at some point or another, there's the amount of pressure that they'd be under would be. Neptune is the eighth planet from the sun, farthest known solar planet uh, in the solar system, the fourth largest planet by a diameter. It's the third most massive planet and the densest giant planet. It is 17 times the mass of the Earth, and slightly more massive than uh, the near twin Uranus. Um, Neptune is denser and physically smaller than Uranus because its greater mass causes more gravitational compression of its atmosphere. It is referred to as the solar system's two ice giant planets, Neptune and Uranus, two yeah. ice giants. I don't, I don't think that means that they're actually physically ice. The We'll cover a whole episode. Well, that's not a conspiracy. That's just either, well, factual either, check either, either I'm later. factually wrong or I'm factually right. Like I'm factually somewhere. Well, yeah, we all are, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. All of this to say, there's a lot of fucking moons. The uh, the odds are astronomical. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> like quite seriously. Even our nearest neighboring possible supporting life system, solar system away from us, which is far as fuck, Alpha doesn't Centauri. doesn't have that setup. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Terrestrial planets in general are actually kind of rare. We haven't found any planet that has green and water together. Well, That's we don't, not we can't deadly. Well, we can, because Cassini Probe is on its way. It's got to be out of our you, solar system by now. I don't think you, I don't think you, no, no, no. That was something I, I was going to add to my notes, and I forgot to look up because it was 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but my point is. Why do you always do your research at 3 a.m. the day before? It's when your brain is opened up to the worst the questions day of the universe. My brain is open to the information given to me by the universe at this time of hour, the witchingness. And this is the time of your brain's expansion into reality. Are you quite fucking done? Maybe. So, so, yes, scientists say that if the moon were not as it is, life would not have ever evolved past the sea. The moon affects the tides, and the tides made it possible for some sea creatures to reach land, where they eventually evolved into land animals. There's even a science writer, Earl Bell. Earl Ubell declared that the lunar Rosetta Stone, which is so uh, amongst the science community, if you didn't know, the moon is referred to as Rosetta Stone. There's a whole thing about that later. Not in this episode. <laughs> Just hey, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. There's a lot to cover here. The most real thing we've ever talked about. Yeah, we're talking about the moon Facts. so far. Facts. Yeah, so far everything's been factual. Yeah. This isn't a Wolf Takes a Bite episode. Oh! <laughs> just wait. I'm just so excited about this episode. The Lunar Rosetta Stone remains a mystery. The moon is more no. complicated than anyone expected. No. It's not simply a kind of billiard ball frozen in space and time. <laughs> and it's many scientists or there are in the world believe that you have the fundamental questions to be answered by Apollo rocks and recordings and scores of other <laughs> mysteries from the Apollo missions. Since science and testing has shown that the moon was billions of years older than the Earth. Earth no. and nearly as old as the solar system, Devin. <laughs> this is that means it could not possibly ever in the history of anything come from a meteor hitting the Earth because it doesn't even have the same minerals as we do, Devin. It doesn't have the same rocks. It doesn't have the same composition. <laughs> it's, it's harder on the outside than it is on the inside. Mm -hmm. It's a complete mind-boggle fuck. Now, if you're going to build an interstellar spaceship, drag it to a fucking solar system <laughs> so that way you can create life, monitor it for eons, uh, what would you use? Uh, a super hard fucking rock. Yeah, bro, rock. I love rock. 
that laugh when I said this isn't a wolf takes a bite episode came from the deepest part of your belly. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, giggle headed chuckle fuck over here. Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoyed that information and retain it. If you don't, go back and listen to it again. Yeah, that was, was good. There's that's very factual shit. Now, Devin, let's I, talk I mean, about I'd have to something a little crazy. Mm -hmm. Water on the moon. In the form of what? Ice? Oh, no. Water on the moon. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, because, you know, water is the key element to life. Which there's abundance of it on our You know all moon. those spaceships you see copping out of the ocean? Yeah. Maybe they're just collecting water mm -hmm. mm. to take back to the moon. Oh, yeah. They drink seawater. Well, they obviously get rid of the salt. I mean, they're fucking super smart. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. If they could travel here and, you know, build a space station the size of that's no moon. <laughs> that's a moon. No yeah, moon. it is a moon. No, 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 it's no moon. It's a spaceship. <laughs> I'm saying it's a spaceship. Damn it, Chewy. So, water on the moon. I can't believe I don't have a Star Wars button anywhere on this fucking piece of machinery. You have failed at life. I really have, honestly. <laughs> like, as big of a Star Wars fan as I am, I don't have a single fucking Star Wars thing on here. God damn I'll it. get some stuff for you. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. It'll be in the next episode. Far too late. What time? Where are we on the time? Oh, don't worry about any of this. No, this, this is, is going to be this the is good too episode. fucking good. <laughs> All right. Just keep moving. This is going to be the hard Keep moving. One. Okay. So here's the thing. Water on the moon, Devin. Yeah. This is this is now this is something that a lot of people kind of argue about. Uh -huh. Is there water on the moon? Where's There's the not. water? Where's the water really coming isn't. from? There's water. There's no water coming There's... from it. You just said they were taking it from the earth up there. There ain't no I water. I said that was a from... theory I just came up with in my head. <laughs> I just made that up, but it it makes sense. <laughs> you heard him. You heard him right. Someone clipped that. Someone <laughs> fucking clipped that. <laughs> It makes sense. Just insert every sentence John ever says no. with conviction. Just put that right at the tail end of it. I made that up. No, never. <sighs> Got to compose myself here. What a great t-shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate it. So that's where free water. I know I have a lot of typos in here. You, you just don't know. All right. So the moon can possibly contain free water or even water molecules down to the mineral yet Apollo 16 astronauts found moon rocks it says phone but I'm sure it means found found moon rocks you, you mean you you mean you meant shut the fuck up Found moon rocks that contain bits of rusted iron. Now here's now this is crazy. That, that's this is crazy. That's something. right because you're in the, you're in the vacuum of space. Uh -huh. There's no atmosphere. Sure. Well, limited to none. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, All right. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. there's rusted iron, which requires oxygen. It does indeed. And water, for iron mineral to oxidize. Does it require water? Yeah. Okay. There's water and air. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what humidity is. Uh-huh. <laughs> we live in the cesspool of it. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. There's no atmosphere on Mars. Oh, well, there is. Well, it's There's actually limited. a pretty dense atmosphere. No. Yeah. No. It's not an oxygenated atmosphere. No, it's not dense at all. It's not like Earth atmosphere. It's not like the moon's atmosphere, but it definitely has the an atmosphere. The moon doesn't have an atmosphere. Mars has weather systems. That means it has enough wet atmosphere to be able to do. You show that. me a, what a Mars storm looks like, right? Fuck the dust now. storms on Mars. That's not. It's, it doesn't it's, blow out into space. It's solar wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, get real. Get real. Holy shit! This man just told me to get real. <laughs> go, go, go for the love of God, man! Tell me more. So it requires oxidation. Mm-hmm. Which means oxygen. It does. And free hydrogen. Mm -hmm. This rust indicates that there must be water somewhere on the moon. Furthermore, instruments left behind by Apollo missions <clears throat> sent signals to Earth on March 7th, 1971, indicating eight wind. I'm sorry, a wind of water across the moon's surface. Which means it picked water up. Water wind. Water wind. Atmosphere is very light. So therefore, it had water wind, but it had 
particles of water, and there was physical evidence in some of the uh, the areas where that was documented. If there was, <clears throat> if there was, if the atmosphere is so light and thin, how is it strong enough to carry up something as heavy as water? There's the rub. Now, <laughs> I, w- I would. That agree. means the water has to come from within the structure, right? Quit, quit saying structure like that, like it's a thing. All right, it's not a thing. It's a thing. It's, it's a moon. Oh, it is a thing in space <laughs> that shouldn't have water, but does. Now, let me tell you something else. NASA says this. <clears throat> this comes from the astronauts in NASA, and when you would. Not, hmm, oh, that's a cuss word. And when you would not, not either notice, I told you I have a lot of typos. I was typing so fast. Okay. <clears throat> Bottom line, <clears throat> there are. Allow <laughs> me to paraphrase so this so, so this makes sense for my argument. <clears throat> All right, it is almost impossible for the water on there being water on the moon. Now, when the Austrian astronauts um, were on the surface of the moon. They had material, mm-hmm. you know, on their spacesuit that would turn damp, moist, dark. It would cling to them as if it was wet. Mm. How is that possible? It would leave considerable smudges, and I don't know how that got on the knees of our spacesuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really something. Yeah, remember when... Um- Neil Armstrong came back down uh, from the moon, and <clears throat> during that first interview, he said, "What year was that, by the way?" When, when they went seventy-one. Oh well, no, 70? that quote was in seventy-one, but nineteen uh, sixty-something, sixty-four. So, so in nineteen sixty-something, Neil Armstrong came back down. And he said, "In twenty twenty-two, John Wolf will solve the mystery. Will, what is one hundred percent correct in everything he says?" Remember when he said that? No. Oh yeah, that was it's fact, bro. You know what? It sounds right though. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. <laughs> so the moon's surface vaporize, uh, vaporizes uh, water molecules and behaves like the wind on Earth. Now the question became: Where did this water originate? The vapor cloud eruption lasted fourteen hours and covered an area of. 100 square miles, prompting Rice University physicist Dr. John Freeman Jr. and Dr. Ken Hills to put it, sorry, to put it in one event of the most exciting discoveries yet, indicating water within the moon. So there's some factual quoting for you. Were they there? From scientists. Were they there? They somehow documented this using the telemetry. Keyword. Keyword somehow. They have scientific equipment. Are you arguing for science right now? You fucking crackhead? No. Yes. When science backs up my theory, I back it up. Exactly. Exactly my point. Look, so the thing is. Clean water vapor came from deep inside the moon, apparently released during a moon quake, which actually happens quite often, like 3,000 times a year during uh, the uh, four years of uh, the seismic activity recordings by NASA. Whoa. Yeah, crazy. Um, 64 to 74. That's 10 years. 71. I meant to say 71. Anyway, so apparently released during moon quakes, NASA... Now, NASA officials offer the more mundane explanation for this. It is questionable to say the least that the speculators, uh, the speculators would say that it was the tanks on the Apollo ships as they were ejected during the liftoff after leaving the lunar surface that hit the plant, the hmm, structure and exploded, therefore leaving a vapor cloud of water density. But there's not even remotely that much liquid water or otherwise on that module that would cover 100 square miles. Mm-hmm. So I call bullshit. You would. I mean, it's just the facts. <laughs> now, 
Not to mention the somewhat Apollo 12 and 14 uh, tanks, <laughs> you know. Uh, came be- they contained between 60 and 100 pounds of water. Uh, they're saying that they became stressed, ruptured, releasing their contents. Freeman and Hills declined to accept this explanation from NASA because... Because pointing out that the two tanks from Apollo 12 and 14 were some 180 kilometers apart. On top of that, what are 180 kilometers apart yet... The water vapor was detected with the same flux at both sites. Same amount of force. Yes. Now, this could be not even close to possible, right? So, here's the thing. There's no way that these tanks would just rupture at the exact same time. Releasing that much contents. Yeah, which just they no didn't have way. in it because they would have used some of that content during their journey. No way. No, there's no way. To back that up, there's rocks on the moon's surface that no are way. magnetized. Maybe not strong enough to pick up a paperclip, but magnetized nonetheless. How could rocks on the moon be magnetized when there's no magnetic field? Well, didn't isn't the theory of how the moon got created like a lot of the a lot of the uh but the moon's already showed that it's quite a bit older than our solar system. We, no, 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 no. You said that. That's not something that's Oh no, science said that. Oh yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Then why does science also say that it was created after an asteroid hit Earth? That's what they indoctrinated high school bullshit. High school. That's what they taught years ago, Devin. They don't talk about so that no more. Science says that. But also that says this. And we're just going to completely ignore... You're comparing something from the 80s and 90s as far as information of what they think happened and what we were all indoctrinated to believe versus what is currently the topic of discussion. That's currently? Yes. This is the current leading scientific evidence. Yes. Bet. I'm Googling it. Have fun. I already did. Anyway, nevertheless... However, there is no magnetic field on the moon itself. So where did the magnetism come from? The presence of the marina as well, which is a lava pit, essentially, covering the surface of the moon, several different places, and large fields of them at that. Um, where, did, where did all that ma- molten inner magma come from? Where did all this heavy, dense material and rock that's on the surface of the moon come from? When they were trying to, they tried to drill into the moon, Devin, they couldn't get even a foot in because of the density of the metals and uh, rock that's on the surface. So all the heavy stuff is on the outside. Then what does that leave on the inside? Therefore, that's indicating that there's no way the moon could have a dense core. A dense enough core to cause a a magnetic shift of any kind. What is most widely accepted today is the giant impact theory. That's incorrect. That theory is wrong. <laughs> but that's what's most widely accepted okay, today. Okay, so if something hit the earth yep. and got rid of that much material, ejected it, you know. There would be a physical signs on the planet. Well, it was 170 millions a year, million years ago, so I don't know about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So the material on the moon has been dated back about four million, or four sorry, four billion years older than the Earth. So how is that possible when the Earth's only several millions years old? Uh, well, that's not true. <laughs> that's just simply not true, huh? How's yeah, that? yeah. Because if you if you look at how they fa- found this out, right? Hold on. Are I you just looked at reading it. on NASA because I'm sure that's factual. no. I'm I'm lo- I'm reading this from the Natural History Museum of the United Kingdom. So oh. this isn't even American. Well, they're dumb too. <laughs> oh right, the experts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's older than the fucking planet, man. NASA had more access to moon rocks than any other country, anyway. Just saying. Just like how we think we we're the first ones to the moon, and technically Russia was. They weren't. Mm-hmm. They really weren't. I hold on. This is just. This is just. I'm waiting. Fun. This is just kind of funny for Google. I typed in when was the sun created? The Connecticut sun was founded in 1999. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. It's almost like Google doesn't want you to know the truth. Yeah, that's what it was. 
Um, so the sun was formed about four billion years ago. Mm-hmm. So, so, so by that logic, you're saying that our sun and the moon was formed at roughly the same time, and then the Earth came along much later. Yes. Oh, you're insane. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. Well, because the moon wasn't always here. It was brought here. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, now I can get back on board with that, but that's also insane. No, no. So explain this, then. If the moon is some kind of dense rock, just solid as a fucking golf ball. Well, we don't know that. Huh? I don't know that. Exactly. So, think of the what moon as a right rock. Now? If you're saying the moon is a fucking rock. Uh-huh. Yeah, super solid all the way through. Like no, a, that's not Like a saying. cue ball, even. That's not what I'm saying. All right, all right well, here's the that's thing. Not- <laughs> Why does it ring like a bell? Yes. Shut up. So, the Apollo missions Shut and up. subsequent moon landings have been at the center of controversy and conspiracy for many, many years. Uh-huh. Um, there has been indeterminable debate as whether or not we actually landed on the moon at all. Um However, what was found there, or what was the extent of NASA, has been hiding information from us. But amid the quarreling and speculation, the number of anomalous features on the moon puzzle scientists and conspiracy theorists alike. Now, here's the deal. Toward the later end of the Apollo missions, NASA astronauts placed seismic recording devices on the lunar surface to document... But did they? Yeah. Well, if they did go, that's the thing. <laughs> So here's the thing. Even if they didn't go, then why would they make this shit up? Here's the scientists. To make here's you the scientific insane. proof, Devin. Here's the scientific proof. They place them on the lunar surface to document artificial and natural moonquakes. Now, their equipment recorded activity ranging from meteorite strikes to man-made explosions and crash landings of Apollo rockets. Mm. Even the sun's heat created seismic activity. It caused the moon to thaw on a daily basis. Duh. Now, astronauts were given a series of um, devices, ASLEPs, I'm sorry, ALSEPs, or Apollo Lunar Surface Experiment Packages to set up seismographs and initiate detonations ranging from shotgun-sized charges to mortars with multiple grenades and eventually up to... 12 tons of TNT. Whoa. Explosions on the moon. Now, here's what they had found. 12 tons of it? 12 tons. There's actually bigger explosions, to be honest with you, because when they uh, launched different uh, modules, I guess, of rockets, it hit with the force because they did it from so high up. It hit with the force of almost, yeah, yeah, like 180 tons of TNT. Um, And then there was actually a meteor that hit the moon during the seismic uh, measuring per- time period with almost 200 tons of TNT e- in equivalent force. But that, that didn't leave a single sound coming out of there. Nothing came back from I that. I can't find anything about uh, ex- them exploding. What was, the, what was the package called again? Uh, that was just ALSEPs. L-E-E-S-P. A-L-S-E-P. A-L-S-E-P. Yes. Apollo Lunar Surface Experiment Packages. That's not even the thing you're looking up, though. Basically, you're looking for initially crash-landed Apollo modules. No, no, I I was uh, looking... uh, I was looking for the TNT explosions. Yeah, the SIB... I'm sorry, S5B rocket setting off an explosion for the equivalent of nearly 12 tons of TNT on the surface. That's... So they didn't detonate 12 tons of TNT... No, a rocket that they yeah you you know you did you son of a bitch they dropped a rocket on there but no no they did set uh shotgun charges mortar charges grenade charges and other large explosions grenades grenades obviously they weren't grenades they were explosions that were like uh like plastic something that doesn't need an oxygenated atmosphere to be able to explode. <clears throat> Because grenades would work on gunpowder, so they need high oxidation of uh, oxygen, obviously. Um, There are giant craters (sighs) called the Mancinas in the center of the marina, or lava pools, that distort telemetry of spacecrafts that fly over them. But here's the weird thing. The um, iron meteors are supposedly what's underneath of those that causes that issue. But here's the thing. The edges of these specific craters where the lava pools are are so precise. Are it was almost like they were constructed. There's lava pools on the moon. Yeah. 
There's lava on the moon. And there was. There was. Or there is. I highly doubt there is, but I bet there was. <laughs> There's something that created that. I would imagine. Or a giant spaceship just melting rocks so it can get to the center where the rest of their buddies are. Or. Huh? And hear me out. Uh-huh. When all of the material from two giant planets colliding into each other was ejected into space and slowly over millions of years turned into the moon, there was almost certainly a lot of burning material that condensed over millions of years and eventually cooled, but would have caused burning into the, uh, into the moon. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it wasn't our planet, though. If it did come here because of the carbon dating of the rocks, saying that's four billion years old. I couldn't find proof of that. Yeah, it's on there. (laughs) So here's the thing. Those perfectly round edges, almost like it was constructed, not formed around those craters, right? I got you. So that doesn't make sense. Now, between 1969 and 1977, Apollo seismographs registered up to 3,000 moon quakes each year. Most small, but some were huge and inside of the moon. But there is more. In 1958, the uh, Alphonse uh, crater shook the idea that all internal movement activity uh, was just settling rocks. Uh, November that year, uh, they had an astronomer, Nicolette and uh, Nicolette Akarsov, of the Kremen Astrophysical Observatory from Russia. Start the scientific startled the scientific world by photographing the first recorded gaseous eruption on the moon near the crater's peaks. Huh. So gas escaped the moon. It's, yeah, this is a regular occurrence, but first documented and noticed at this time. Now, <clears throat> uh, basically, the escaping fluorescent gases. Uh, he also did, he detected a reddish glow characteristic of carbon compounds, which seemed to move and disappear after an hour or so. Uh, there was carbon compounds which seemed to move and disappear after some scientists refused to accept these calls and findings until astronomers at a local university in the United States also saw reddish colors on the crest of the ridges at the uh, Artesius region in 1963. Days later, colored lights on the moon, lasting more than an hour, reported in the same area to separate uh, by two separate observatories. Now, that's what we call verification. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, give me the Google article. But so that's, if there's that's aliens, they're either harvesting it or that's, that's part of their, ex, you know, getting rid of the shit. Now, do I need to get to the good stuff? I mean, it, to me, this is all really good, and I have so much good shit here. But here's the thing, Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about the seismograph it ringing like a bell for up to three hours, sometimes four hours. Uh, um, there was even uh, one mission where it lasted up to like 16 hours or 13 hours, where the ringing just, you know, the, the whole moon rung like a fucking gong. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Keep that in your mind. It's in there. As you think that the moon is solid. I didn't... Well, hold on. It's definitely hollow. More likely, an observatory. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Because there is many times when, uh, during separate Apollo missions, 11, 12, 13, 14, when astronauts were going around the dark side of the moon, they would reemerge. And NASA themselves wait, wait, would wait, cut wait. transmissions wait. of them <laughs> speaking about what they just saw. They said in specific cases, and I'm going to skip ahead because we went over time on this because this is so <laughs> fucking good, okay? But they had specific cases from most of the astronauts saying they have ships bigger than ours. They are massive. There's a giant spaceport. There's spaceships lined up all back on the back dark side of the moon. Duh! The odds of the moon being placed the way it is, Devin, we talked about this in the beginning, is literally like 1% chance. Mm -hmm. So for it to be stationary, facing us, having um, natural resources from what we can tell, um, extralizing itself from the moon, moon bases are obviously something that is real. Whether they are occupied by humans or not, we are not sure. But if you're going to park something and observe a human race, which in the speculative design of what we had in a simulation episode, 
if we are living in whatever we would like to believe is a simulation or reality or whatever the case may be, if you're going to observe something in its natural state, what better place than a perfectly parked giant globish item structure? I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if I, yeah. Where they can pick up all of our radio transmissions, video transmissions, everything that we post, everything that gets sending out to the satellites of space, those motherfuckers the, are getting. The bro. aliens are collecting our data and selling it to China. <laughs> oh, they're selling it to the alien version of China, but that, my point still stands. Listen, man, I, they're the TikToks of the universe. I don't uh, listen. I it's don't moon think talk. so. It's I don't, moon talk. I don't think so. But also, like, I get where you're coming from. I get it. It's a spaceport. I don't know about that. But yeah, that's well, Devin, have you ever seen the dark side of the moon? Because I haven't. My point do, do you exactly. know what's back there? My point exactly. Maybe it's just a facade. Maybe this whole thing is just like a giant round <laughs> the facade. Earth. The rest of it is just like some really cool, like Star Wars looking, like partial Death Star spaceport. We don't know. We don't know. There's two Russian scientists who witness um, UFO encounters while up in space. On the moon, one one actually sighting, one space sighting was actually while they were standing on the moon. They saw a spaceship hovering around them. So, NASA would say Russia, Russia, yes. And in fact, in 1962, they would regularly use code words because NASA kept cutting off their transmissions about what they were seeing. So you know, because major news outlets and stuff like that were able to pick up those transmissions. You know, we can hear those conversations if you're untuned in the right frequency, of course. So here's the thing. They started using the words because it was near Christmas. They started saying things like Santa Claus was spotted on the far side of the moon. Do you have any that proof went, of this? That those are actually documented. Yes. You have, so you have documentation of that. The Santa Claus thing? Yes, absolutely. It's in here. But like you said, <clears throat> we're getting close on time. In fact, I'm well, well over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to wrap up by saying that the moon does have rocks with fungi and grass. It does have um, other elements grass. that are elements that have grass. not. Yes, it has iron element on the moon that will not oxidize or rust. They brought back iron elements from the moon that will not iron uh, oxidize or rust, which means it, it was processed in some way by some kind of being because there's no way scientifically we've been able to figure it out to make iron not rust. It can't be done. Not with our present technology. You tell me up who's up there doing that shit. This has been Wolf Takes a Bite. I appreciate you listening to me about the moon. It is not real. It's a structure. This is fucking history. Also, aliens are real. The government came out and said it in 2020. Good night, motherfucker. Make sure you like and subscribe. Question everything. <laughs>